0: (laughs) Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lyra with... Beto Esparza. And... welcome back everybody. And we took a week off and there's a reason why there was not a new episode of Third Party Controller Podcast on E3. We did record an episode of the podcast on the Tuesday to have it up last Wednesday, but unfortunately the two hours of amazing coverage that we had for you was lost in the
1: internet air or the digital air because something went wrong. I'll tell you why. It's because Bethel got too much fucking porn on his computer. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought I had more space. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. We had
0: about two hours. We talked in depth about each and every press conference at E3. Well, not everyone. The big ones. Xbox, Nintendo, Sony. And we lost it all. So, we kind of know that we're not going to be able to recreate that magic. You know? We're just... It's not going to happen. So, we're changing it up. We're actually downstairs. We're not in the hot loft right now. Um, We're downstairs recording on my phone just to be safe because of all the porn on Bethel's computer. Um, So, we're not going to go as in depth in each conference. We're going to talk about each conference and just certain things. Uh, So, we're going to start off with the Xbox E3 press conference. So, they ended up revealing that the name for the Xbox Scorpio is going to be what, Joe?
1: The Xbox One X. I I mean, I I mean, Xbox One X. I'm I'm sorry, did you say Xbox One X or did you say Xbox One S? S Because they sound the same. (laughs) Very similar. Which we kind of feel that's probably gonna, that's we're going to be a problem during for anyone really. Yeah, yeah, like we, we, you. Yeah, I feel like uh, Xbox decided that they wanted to top what Nintendo, Nintendo uh, one of Nintendo's biggest mistakes. They were like, you know what, we got this, man. Yeah.
0: Um, so I'm not gonna go through every game. I'm just gonna pass through everything they talked about. Um. They said that they had 22, they were going to be talking about 42 games on their press conference. And 22 were exclusive titles. Now I'm going to go through a few of them. Some of the bigger key ones that we enjoyed. But when I was taking all these notes and I checked off the games. Because every time they would announce a game, before the game was announced, if it was exclusive. They would have an Xbox exclusive to let you know that this game, they were talking about was exclusive. Now, out of, out of all the ones that they had, I only checked off 11 exclusive games. Not saying they didn't have 22, because they, they ended up having a sizzle reel that they ended up showing, but none of them were said to be exclusive unless I missed out on it. But they did bring up Forza Motorsport 7, uh, Metro Exodus, the new Assassin's Creed Origins. They had certain games like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which is, that's an exclusive title. Um, State of Decay 2 is also an exclusive title. Minecraft, they talked about updates, about having a 4K update. Community servers, uh, and super duper graphics pack for the Xbox One X. Um, But real quick, I mean, like, Xbox One X, during the whole conference when they were showing off games, I felt the problem with the exclusives were... And again not trying to be really super negative about it i love indie games not saying that indie games aren't great sometimes indie games are better than most AAA games like last year one of our favorite games were was firewatch you know and that was better than most triple-a games but that's all they really showed the xbox didn't really have any big games to show off
1: uh no not really i mean the best i think like the the, the, the nicest looking trailer that they had to offer was was the uh, Anthem which was from what it sounded like n- not an exclusive game it's going to be on all consoles so I mean you know I, I I think they just they wanted to <laughs> their their idea of exclusive is a little bit different or, or I guess they're more focused on maybe timed exclusives I don't know it just seemed kind of weird it's like why even bother with saying exclusives
0: yeah I mean I they they were boasting for a year that the Xbox One Scorpio was going to be the most powerful console ever. Like, it was going to be the console of all consoles, the strongest console. But really, during the press conference for Xbox, they didn't really show anything that showed the power. All they really said was that You know, the the stuff they've been, you know, saying like 12 gigabytes of GDDR5 memory, 326 gigabytes of memory bandwidth, true 4K, 8 million pixels, HDR. It seems like they were pimping more of the, this is so powerful that it could do 4K and 60
1: frames, no problem,
0: instead of like, look how amazing this game looks, you know?
1: Yeah, and then I think we've talked about it before. How like when you know you show off a game like that in a big theater, and, and even like coming across on TV, you know, since this most, uh, I mean, all of the uh, conferences were being streamed. Even if they had focused on it, on how amazing everything looked, you really can't appreciate it until you actually have it in front of you. You know, yeah, yeah. and maybe that's what they thought. They were like, you know what? <clears throat> we'll. J- we, I mean, we can talk about it, but I mean. What's the point right now? Maybe I I don't know. It was just yeah, kind yeah. of a weird, um, it it, it was weird the message they were trying to get across with that. I mean, we get that it's it is. There's no doubt it's going to be the most powerful console, you know, available. And at that price point, I I will admit this. You know, it. Oh yeah it's yeah. yeah. Well, what was the
0: price point? What uh,
1: four ninety nine, four 99 And at, at that price point for something that powerful, it's hard to to match that on uh like even PC. I mean that's that's you know it's pretty cheap for a 4K experience. Um, so even though like the like the average person just looking for a console maybe like oh 499 that's expensive and it is expensive. You know, we we we've, we've talked about the 499 price point before. It didn't really work for Xbox One when it first launched, yeah. you know, with the connect um Nintendo. I mean, uh, Sony went with 4.99 and 5.99 with the PS3, and that, yeah. that also didn't work. Yeah. You know, so I mean, will it sell at 4.99? Yeah, I think you're going to get the hardcore people and the people that really, you know, that are really into games. They will buy it, but I don't know how successful. I just don't see that 4.99 price point carrying over for more than a year
2: mm-hmm. before you
1: see some kind of a price cut. Because, I mean, it's just. I just don't know if it's going to be that big of a seller. If they're trying to drive sales and meet, and meet, you know, try to catch up to PlayStation 4, I just don't see that happening with this
0: with the, Xbox uh, One
1: S and the Xbox One X between the two of them. I don't see that console being as helping the entire situation in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. Their overall sales.
0: Um, I sent... I think I, I sent... Well, how do you feel about that, though? I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean... I really, I,
3: I was watching it and I was just really bored by it because I really, they didn't show anything for, for me to like to, to be interested in buying it. Yeah. I mean, they said how powerful it was, that it's fucking all, it's, it's really strong, like four are 4K and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's running 4K, right? Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's, it's true I mean, but, 4K. yeah, but there's like nothing to show for it. Like, so I, I really, I feel like they really failed to show us what was really, what it's going to be like. Other than that, what the, um, what the what's that game called? The that Bioware game Anthem, yeah, but that's but still Andy, like that's yeah, it's, it's, but it's still it still wasn't. There's nothing for me like to to what Crackdown. Yeah, <laughs> there's really nothing for me to. To like, I don't know, not even not compared to like just to display like what it does. It, there's really, yeah, like I really don't know like what, what what it's gonna be like until it's out. But there's I feel like there's not gonna be any games for it anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's just
0: what what's what I feel. With, with that and, and what Joe said like at that price 4.99 they are I feel they're taking a hit on the price but still like it, it to your average consumer that's still too much compared to what's already out in the market and what they're offering. Um, did they discontinue original Xbox
1: one? I don't I don't know. They didn't say anything about it anymore. When they advertised stuff, they only ever showed the S and the the X. Yeah, I, I would assume I would think that it's probably going to be discontinued at this I, at some point. Mm-hmm. Maybe when this comes out. Um I don't even know if they even make any the Xbox original Xbox ones anymore. Yeah, I
0: don't remember reading anything yeah. about discontinuate discontinuing it.
1: I mean, I, I would assume that they still they're still producing them, but I, I would think in smaller and smaller numbers. I mean, the Xbox One S is like 249 right now anyway. So, I mean, what we, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's it's going to be
0: interesting to see. But even with the PlayStation 4 Pro, um, is it? Oh, Beto checked online. So the
1: Xbox Are One is more expensive
0: than that. <laughs> oh. Probably I think I it's mean, third-party yeah. sellers, right? People yeah, still have this stock and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, you can still get some on Amazon, but I think it's third-party sellers but that comes with the Kinect, though so that's why you got to pay the extra four dollars um with with this like you you even the ps4 pro like it didn't sell a ton you know people are still getting just the basic model you know um and the same thing applies too. like there's nothing to really show off why you need a pro you know like better you you mentioned a few episodes ago that you want a pro because you could see the difference between like Lagginess or frame rate and stuff like that, but I don't. I even if you talk to somebody, your average Joe, you know, what what <laughs> um, you tell them, like, oh, that's not running at 60 frames, they're like, what they're like, oh, you see how slow it is? It's like, no, it runs fine. It's like, no, I know, but like, that's not 60 frames, it's dropping. Do you see when it stutters? And maybe when you explain to them, they're like, oh, yeah, I could see it, you know, not everyone's gonna notice or know what 60 frames is, 1080p, 4K, or whatever. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, this is going to be the, this is going to be the box for the, for the hardcore Xbox user, but it, where are the games, you know? Yeah, they showed Crackdown, but even reports on the show floor of Crackdown, I think there was a destructoid one that said Crackdown, it's 2017 and Crackdown fails like a 2007 game. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a delusional person. Because I liked the first Crackdown, but I know why I liked it. I liked the first Crackdown because I liked putting custom music while I was running around and grabbing agility orbs just to be stronger, jump higher. That's all it was to me. That was arcade. the fun of the game. Yeah, it was the arcade just messing around. Um, am I still going to like that now? I don't know. It, crackdown does interest me, but I know I don't need an Xbox X to, to have that. Um, but this was something that... Um, me and Beto were in San Diego. I was visiting family, and, and Beto joined me. Um, my cousin, um, Ricky, he's, like, a huge Xbox fan. And before the Xbox One conference happened, he was dead set on getting whatever Scorpio was going to be, right? He, he was going to get it no matter what. Like, he was dead set on it. And it was a few hours before, and I was driving, and I was asking him questions, like, what could they do to not make you want to get this? Like, what is it that you know you 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 don't want you know like they, what they have to do every possible outcome I told him like the lack of games what if it's, it costs this much what if it's this he was still dead set on getting this console Um, we watched the conference together all of us Beto fell asleep because he got bored and I don't blame him uh, at the end of the conference I told him he's still getting one he's like no because they didn't sell him. This was someone not just a, like a few hours before was dead set on getting whatever Scorpio was. He's
3: like, yeah. it's like, yeah. It was like, no matter what they do, I'm going to get it. But then there's like, fuck, never mind. <laughs> he changes his mind like in fucking an hour.
0: Yeah. And I think it didn't help me. Like, I was watching the conference and getting very upset. You know, th- Microsoft did what I wanted them to do, which was, hey, let's talk about games, let's talk about games, 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 games. And they did it. But there was nothing impactful that you needed to show off this new console. Um, and I'm again, I'm not talking shit about indie games. I'm not saying indie games are not worth it because there have been games that were better than most AAA games. It's just, that's all they really had. And whatever they showed that was big, like Assassin's Creed, to me, life is strange. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Or Dragon Ball Fighters, there you know Anthem, Metro, all of those are coming out on other consoles. So what's the point of right now getting it? There's not nothing really exclusive except Crackdown, but Crackdown was never like in the level of Halo or or um, Gears of War. Um, but I mean, was like was there any other games for you guys that were was shown at all that interests you at the Xbox Conference? Like that were specifically like Xbox games. Now, you know what? At this point,
1: whatever interests you, it doesn't matter because they were showing it off. Because there, there wasn't really. Just I mean, Anthem was, was the only game that I was kind of like, all right, this this could be cool, but there was nothing. Whoa, there. whoa, whoa! Dragon Ball Fighter Z, you ain't getting that. Oh. Okay, the Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah. Okay, so that was really really cool. Again, multi-platform. Yeah. That was probably, uh, I, I would say. Dragon Ball Fighter Z was probably the one game out of everything, like of all the multi-platform games, that was probably the one that I was the most like. That kind of wowed me. Like I was like, ooh, oh, I, I want to play this. You know, like that was probably the one game, um, I'd say multi-platform at least that I was like, okay. And every and I, I know I showed a couple of people that are Dragon Ball Z fans, and when they saw it, they were like, like jaws dropped. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this is gonna be like they you know they were I think one of them was like this is like uh, you know like Street Fighter Five or like it was more you know come you know it looked like it was gonna blow away like the other Dragon Balls these, like the, what is it what are they called these ones like the, the ones.
0: oh the Budokai's yeah, the Kaiichis yeah. the Xenoverses
1: yeah it looked like it's you know this looks like it's gonna really um blow. and then it's a three on three fighter so you you know yeah. you got the like that that seemed really really cool um like I said other than that nothing really like there was nothing outwardly bad of Mm -hmm. anything they showed it wasn't like there wasn't anything bad I appreciate all the games like they showed a lot of games but there was nothing you know that at this point right now I was like super excited for you know maybe down the line you know as time goes on some of these games will show more you know they'll show some more stuff and then you know I'll be like more I'll be more excited but right now nothing really that blew me away off of what I saw Whoa, Joe they did announce
0: that Xbox 360 backwards compatibility has been doing really good and you know what? Because you demanded it, Joe, we're getting original Xbox games on your Xbox One X. I, Crimson Sky. I mean... Hopefully KOTOR. Knights of the Republic. Which they one? Right? W- w-
1: will they offer online functionality with these games? I fucking highly doubt it. <laughs>
0: I don't, well see, that's what I want. Yeah. Like why would, okay, cool. I that would be cool. Like just imagine how much, how big multiplayer Halo 2 original would be on that. So many people will go on it. Um, Yeah, they announced Xbox One backwards compatibility. Um, They also announced enhancements, 4K updates for free. Enhancements for games like Gears of War 4, Forza Horizon 3, Killer Instinct, Halo Wars 2, and Minecraft. And there's also 30 titles planned for updates like Resident Evil 7, Final Fantasy Fifteen, Ghost Recon, and Rocket League. Yeah, I, I mean, the show as a whole... they didn't really sell the xbox one x in my opinion um games that i was interested in like life is strange the new one before the storm dragon ball fighters um i don't care about assassin's creed really um i'm gonna get them for ps4 anyway you know but uh what about your guys thoughts on them
3: uh, same thing for me. Like all those games that they announced that are gonna be on the PS4, just makes like I'll just get them on the PS4. Um, but I think it should be called Dragon Ball Fighter Z because it's a better, cooler <laughs> name. <laughs> I wonder how many people are fighting over that shit. I
0: don't know. I don't care. <laughs>
3: but yeah, like oh yeah, like I said, like all those games, like they're gonna be on on different consoles. So I'd I'd rather just buy it on my PS4 and not waste money on the may waste money on um <clears throat> on the X yeah. or the S or whatever it's called. The S- S- X. SSX. Is there going to be an SSX game on it
1: for No!
0: <laughs> oh! You can play it backwards compatible. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just. I don't know. I pretty much. I got nothing else to say about it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, when it comes down to it, like I said, they did what I wanted them to do, but they just did not sell the Xbox One X. <sighs> yeah, no. That's just. That was the Xbox E3 press conference. We're going to talk about the PlayStation 4 E3 press conference. And as per usual from last year's E3, it started off with music with people on sitars. Is that what it's called, Beto? Sitar? Yeah. Sitar, instruments, water going down in the background, visuals on the water. And then they ended up showing Uncharted Lost Legacy. It had audio problems, so you couldn't hear anything from there on the stream. You know, coming out August, it's it was the extra side story for Uncharted, but it became a bigger game, so they're making it its own solo game, which is cool. Uh, they showed Horizon Zero Dawn DLC, the Wild Frozen Wilds, which I haven't played Horizon yet. Joe has, so has had how that. Like, was it exciting to see, or are you just like, well, I'm not finished with it, so I don't care.
1: Um, like, in general, right now, I, I, I'm i really enjoying the game. So, you know, any any extra stuff to it is, in my opinion, is pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I, I thought it was, you know, th- thus far, uh, Horizon's been a, a pretty cool, not not a surprise, but just, like, I guess, sort of kind of, like, meeting, I guess, kind of meeting the hype that I've seen for it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, anything else, any extra is going to be uh, no problem with me. Yeah. And then they ended up showing Days Gone. And Beto said one of
0: the most amazing things I've ever heard him say. And what was that about Days Gone? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was, okay, Beto forgot, but what Beto sent me was... (laughs) days go by and still i think of how shitty that game looks <laughs> hey yeah days i don't know man i think i'm just i'm not i'm done with with kind of zombie games this just looked too much like you can't not get the vibes of the last of us and i'd rather just wait for the last of us too like if you're if you're excited to to play this game that's completely cool i just i'm done you know i'm I don't, this does not interest me. Even when they showed like some story segments and a mission, it looked very, not, to me, not fun. Like, other games have done this and they've seemed like they've done a better job. I could be wrong. For all we know, this is gonna be like amazing, completely amazing.
1: Uh, I I don't know, man. Like, with that game, I'm just kind of like, I feel like we've already kind of played this sort of game before. Uh, I'm not gonna like completely dislike
2: just disregard yeah, just it could just cool. yeah, it could be really
1: really cool but like is it anything that I'm like you you just can't show me a game like that and expect I, at this point you know having played so many games that I feel like are kind of similar to that already there is no way you can show me something like that and I'm gonna be excited you know mm-hmm. I'm just gonna just kind of take it as okay we'll, we'll see what happens when it you know when it comes out but like for now it's just more for me it's just wait and see but I would say wait and see with my expectations not being great I don't know watching it just made me I don't know I just don't care for the game it's like
0: mm-hmm.
3: it looks like it's too too many zombies like you remember watching <laughs> you remember watching that that trailer for World War Z and just like a giant ball of zombies fucking rolling around that's what it that's what it felt like
0: it made me think of people go, seeing that trailer
3: and going oh that's cool That cool and
0: for me it's like I, it's giant a zombie ball I like know. the
3: only cool thing was the zombie bear but that's just because I wanted to like be able to fight with you and stuff
0: <laughs> Yeah, so we're not impressed with Days Gone, so we're going to move on. Um, they ended up... Monster Hunter Worlds, which is... It's crazy to me, because Monster Hunter Worlds... Monster Hunter started as a portable on PSP, then it moved on to the DS, and got super popular, and then they did have a console one for the Wii U, which, would, which did well, but, like, you know... Monster Hunter has always been so popular in japan never really caught on in america but has loyal fans and for this to be ps4 not only ps4 it's not exclusive you know it's coming to xbox but um for it being ps4 open world no loading between areas it looked awesome i don't know have you guys ever played
1: um a monster hunter game and if not like does this interest you to play it um i haven't played a monster hunter game myself Um... I've, I've seen v- videos and I've, i actually, I've almost like, I've thought about purchasing one, but I, I never went and did it <clears throat> for me. I don't know, man. It's, it's something that I always tell myself I will try eventually, mm-hmm. but never get around to it. Uh, it's just interesting to see that this one is, you know, like you said, it's going multi-platform. I feel like it's kind of like a, kind of a blow to Nintendo there having this game go, you know, multi-platform. It definitely doesn't have Nintendo. I think Nintendo has one coming up as well. right? Or there's one but it is not so it's far super Japan. Japan only so that's kind of interesting to see you know what happens I mean is I mean does Nintendo is Nintendo gonna get this what, game too it doesn't seem like it right I or they mean, didn't say so. anything huh yeah. so I don't know I mean it's something right. like I said I would I would consider trying it out but I always say I do but I never get around to it so I don't know maybe this maybe now on on the new consoles on you know ps4 or maybe something I'll try out but I mean I'm probably lying. <laughs> I probably won't try
3: it. <clears throat> uh, the, I mean, I never, I've never played a Monster Hunter game because I remember Jesse was saying that the load times on it was pretty slow and I just didn't want to want to try it because I feel like, I don't know, it'd frustrate me. But uh, hearing this, I, like I, it interests me. Like I want to I try it out. I don't know. I really don't know if I'll get into it, but I'll wait for like the reviews and stuff. I'm hoping that it's good because they look interesting. I hear they're really hard, though. Um. Yeah, that's it. Just feel like uh, <laughs> I, I was gonna try to say something else, but I forgot what I was say But yeah, it's it's something that I, I I'd keep keep my eye on. I'm Not gonna be uh like too hyped for it because I really don't know what it is. But it's it's cool to see that it's it's coming to PS Four.
0: And then from there, they ended up showing what Beto.
3: Shadow of the Colossus. Um, it's a full. It's a, a remake. They said right. Yeah. They didn't say it's just like a be an important thing. It's gonna be yeah. completely remade. I wonder how that's gonna be. Like I, I mean, fuck. That's like one of my favorite games ever. So I'm gonna. <laughs> I hate that. It, I was telling you like I hate that. I fucking love that these games coming up because it's just another fucking remake that <laughs> that we're all just gonna want to get like like so many so much of the shit. Even though there wasn't a lot of remakes uh, um, shown or or
1: announced. I'm still like fucking shit. They get me with that fucking game. Well, I mean at the very least, I mean at least this is an actual remake instead of a remaster, <laughs> you know what I mean, where it's just like, hey, it's the same game with a better frame rate or uh and you know something visuals. I mean, this is it actually being made from the ground up again. It's a good game. Um so in kind of in this case, I'm 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 a little more I'm warm to it. I'm more open to it. Um you know, I I hope it's good. I mean I like I like Shadows of Classes and I would definitely wouldn't mind playing it, you know, again, something newer. Hopefully if this is like successful it'll come out with, like a remake of Ico. I Maybe mean, they might as well fucking do it if they're gonna <laughs> do, do Shadows of Closses. Yeah. <laughs> I just I finished saying, like, a, not so much, something newer, but with, like, newer technology, you know, having that game remade, and then, like, you know, modernize. I heard that they were going to try to modernize the control scheme, and I'm just wondering how that's going to feel, you know? Is it going to make the game too easy? Is it going <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, it could, yeah, yeah. or is it going to, like, I don't know, is there, you know, are they going to adjust for that? I, I did hear, I thought I heard them say that <laughs> that you would still be able to play the game the way, you know, as it was intended in in, originally so you know it'll be interesting to see what kind of options or features they have to make that so
0: yeah i mean like same thing is with bethel like i hate that i want this um but it's more of a just a wait and see A, a lot of this stuff isn't coming till 2018 anyway um then they ended up showing Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite and some story moments in the game, and then they announced a story demo download, which I did end up downloading and playing, and it felt like Marvel vs. Capcom, and the story was a bad fanfiction story, and Chun-Li looked crappy. I even actually, you know what, it's funny, today I was working, and I just these guys who came in had a conversation. I heard them talking. I was like, "Hey, did you see more of Capcom Infinite?" Yeah, Chung Li. And I just went like, "Looks like shit, right?" And he's just like, "Yup."
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm still not psyched for this. Um, no, yeah. <coughs> I've all. seen
0: Dragon Ball Fighters. How can you?
1: I don't know. It's just I'm not I'm not at all psyched for it. Um, you know, I'm I hope that it's gonna be good. I'd be honest with you. I, I even looking visually looking at the game, it's okay. I, it, it looks a lot yeah. like, it looks a lot like, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, there's not like a, like a huge, big change, so I'm just, I don't know, I'm kind of like, uh, I will to get more excited, I, I, like, I, like, uh, this is gonna be like a running theme for all of, uh, for all of E3, it's like, I'll be more excited for it as time gets, as we get closer, but, uh, you know, I'm just, I don't know, and especially with Capcom, you know, they don't have the, right now, they don't have the best track record with me, so, <laughs> I'm just kind of like gonna wait and just wait and see how this turns out.
3: Yeah, same with me. I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for it because I I don't know. I I feel like every time I think about or somebody says something like, "Oh, did you hear about a uh, uh, Marvel vs. Capcom?" or "Did you see the trailer for it whatever?" I'm just like, "Nah." But did you see that Dragon Ball Fighters? Fucking <laughs> shit, that shit looks dope. Yeah. That's so that's like I'm, I'm way more interested in Dragon Ball Fighters than than Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll play fine, but I really I don't know. I'm not not into the Capcom fighting games. I'm kind of upset with that shit.
0: Yeah, you guys could pretty much hit the nail on the head on that. Like, yeah, I think Marvel's Capcom is just a wait and see, dude. Wait and see how they're going to distribute their DLC. Wait and see how... You know, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same thing as 5. I mean, regardless... But not like 5, this will actually have different modes. More modes than 5 did. But Mm -hmm. as in, like... The gameplay's great. Everything else is like whatever, you know. So, I think I could wait on that. And that's weird. Like if you a, a few years ago, if you if I were if you would have told me that, that I probably wouldn't have cared for a Capcom game, fighting game. I probably would have said you were crazy. Uh, then they went in to show off some Call of Duty World War II coming out November third. Um, I kind of zoned out on that. I don't know what they show. But
2: don't.
3: Yeah, I... I, I don't remember either I just remember what, What's that fucking guy From Las Vegas Joshua Josh, <laughs> That's all I remember But And yeah just, It's just fucking Call of Duty I really don't care For these games anymore I mean it's I mean Fuck like, See I want to say It's cool Because they're going back To like World War 2 Stuff because those games Were good But it's really I don't know Call of Duty games It's just fucking Call
1: of Duty now I really don't care For it anymore Yeah um it's funny because like I didn't I didn't really watch it either. Mm-hmm. I think mean, it with Call of Duty, but like afterwards I, I was hearing like some of talk about um, the um, the campaign, and like they were saying it, it, it. Yeah, it has a new setting, but it still does what Call of Duty does. And like one person was even like, it "Kind of feels a little soulless," like, you know. It didn't, you know, they didn't really like. Yeah, they're in this this era again, but I don't. You know they were more focused on making making sure they made the call of duty game that they feel like they have to make than rather make it like a, a legitimate or a, like a realistic world war you know two simulation or you know just i mean and which you know you know call duty is not a simulation anyways but i mean just something more authentic or more just i guess kind of seeming of that era. I, I did hear that one of the things that they did say was like you there's no more like regenerating health like you have to um you're you're either in, co- in campaign or... I'm not sure if it works like that in uh, multiplayer, but, like, your um, your teammates or your, your squadmates have to kill you. Mm-hmm. So you have to get to one of those. Which is kind of a cool thing. I mean, that's kind of a cool feature, but I don't know, man. Like, you know, playing Battlefield... I was already, like, jaded, and then I played Battlefield 1. And I was like, wow, like, the, the effort that, you know, EA put, you know, and, and, and DICE put into that game was like... And I just... I don't know, man. I just feel like call of duty is that machine i don't feel like that effort is going to be there for that it's going to be like hey we got this call of duty game out you know what i mean um but then sony switched gears and went into
0: showing some playstation vr stuff now we are owners of playstation vr we actually ended up chipping in together to get playstation vr so they did show a few games uh i'm just going to really describe some of the 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 more interesting one which the less interesting one, Final Fantasy XV, Monsters of the Deep is a fishing game. Fuck that. Fuck it, man. I don't give a shit. Like, fuck that. Fuck Final Fantasy XV. Lo- whatever. Final Fantasy? <laughs> Bethel doesn't like that series. I do, but 15 wasn't that great. Um, but they did show off something, and that was Skyrim VR. And I'm going to hand it off to Bethel because he has something to say about that.
3: Um. Yeah. It's just them be like, "Hey, I know you bought this game before, but want to try it in VR? Buy it again, and again, and again." That's why I feel like, just like fucking. That's <laughs> why I feel just fucking. It's so I don't know, just fucking milking that shit so much. It's just like I, I don't know. I mean, even even though I'm just saying this, but when we talk about the Switch, I'm just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get it on the Switch."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's more Skyrim, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Skyrim Switch, uh, Skyrim PSVR, and we got Sky- Skyrim Xbox One, Skyrim uh, PS4. You've got uh, just Skyrim anywhere, everywhere. I mean, it's their. I get it. It's their. It's their. I guess it's their best-selling. I think it is their best-selling. Is one. it
2: really?
1: <laughs> it might be, or it's, or I don't know if it's best-selling or, or not. It's close. It was. It was very popular. Like. You know, Elder Scrolls, in general, I remember hearing about the games, and I was like, Oblivion, and I always heard Oblivion's a game of the year, and it's a really good game and everything, but man, when I remember when Skyrim came out, it was like, hey, this is, you know, I remember there was the hype for it, and then after you, when you actually bought and played for it, it was just like, fuck, this game was, it was, you know, it was really good, so, you know, I'm just trying to milk that, uh, milk it for all it's worth.
0: Soon we're gonna get Skyrim for your iPhone, Skyrim for your Apple Watch, Skyrim for your microwave, Skyrim for your toaster. Skyrim's gonna be on everything. Uh, another cool game that I thought looked really awesome, and I didn't find out till later, um, it was The Impatient, and that's being done by Supermassive Games, the people who did Until Dawn. So that's excited me because Until Dawn was probably a our favorite of ours that came out of nowhere. Like, um, are you gonna put? Oh, okay. but like it like we liked it we liked their game and this is actually set 60 it's a prequel to until dawn Set 60 years at a place that when you played that game you visited a hospital so it's taking place there which i think is really cool it didn't show much it was like a little bit of story and they showed that game off is there anything you want to say about it? but i also found out they, they're actually they have three vr they have three titles they're working on it's that one, and then they ended up showing Bravo Team, which seemed like a military game. That's also them, too. Really? Yeah, I, didn't, I, I found that out later.
3: Are the same room. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then there was one that they showed that wasn't actually showed in the conference, so I'm not going to talk about it because we're just mainly talking about conference stuff. Um, but another game they ended up, uh, that, not a super massive game. Um, another PSVR game they ended up showing was called Moss. And it had the little mouse in it. Um, it, if you ever knew know of a graphic novel called Mouse Guard, I automatically thought it was going to be a Mouse Guard VR game, but it's not. It just has a mouse in it. Uh, I heard, I think if I'm correct, it's an ex-Bungie developer, Halo developer, I think he worked for Bungie, working on Moss. And there's been a lot of good, that was one of the most impressive VR games they ended up showing at the Sony booth, I hear. <coughs> I heard
1: a the- lot. I heard a little bit about it, but I didn't really. I didn't really follow up much on it.
0: Well, that's the thing. That's the crazy thing at the conference is they just show the trailer. They didn't really explain it because Sony was just doing what Sony does: is game after game after game after game, which is good. So that was uh, PlayStation's VR section, and then from there they ended up showing God of War, and they did announce that it's coming early 2018. Um. Beto's never really been a big fan of God of War, but like what did you think uh, like from when they first announced it till now like it your opinion has changed uh, yeah I wasn't never huge on them because I just I don't know those kinds of games I played a
3: little bit of them or, or, like Jesse would gave me like uh what was it like the
0: download code and stuff. download
3: code for I think the first three games right yeah and I played the first one I just couldn't get into it I don't know but i I don't know for I, I like I used to like those games I don't know I just couldn't get into that one. And then seeing this one, I remember seeing the when they announced it last year, it looked like really nice, it just like, it looked cool, just like fucking like a Norse stuff, right? Nor, Norse, uh, was it, was it mythology? Oh, yeah. yeah, like Norse mythology and all that stuff, so I'm um, watching the trailer for this one, it just like, got me a little more excited for it, because it, it looks like really, it looks like it's gonna be, I'm gonna enjoy it, and uh, now I feel like games like that are, I guess the controllers seem more... I don't know, like more more evolved and more like uh kind of how how the Arkham games would be. I feel I mean that's how I feel it might be. I'm not sure. I, I I'm not 100% sure, but it's if it's anything like that, I think I'll like it. So I'm I'm I mean, I'm pretty I'm sure it's it's going to be good, but I'm just uh, uh yeah, I'm a little more excited than than I have been for this franchise. Is it a franchise? <laughs>
1: Uh, it looks cool. Uh, I think, um, you know, I, I, I'm, a. am I've always, I, I, like the, the God of War games. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of them, but I mean, I've always, I've always kind of d- dug them. <laughs> so, um, I'm looking forward to this one. I, I mean, I liked three, three was cool and, you know, I'm looking forward to this one. I would definitely play it, you know? So, I mean, I hope it's really good, you know, cinematic, you know, gigantic, uh, you know, I, I, and, and in some ways, not to say it's hard that it's going to be hard, but like, you know, you know, three was pretty crazy, you know, like just yeah. playing through it and like a lot of stuff like that. So I can, I, I, what they're going to try to do to top three is going to be, I, I'm interested to see.
0: <laughs> now let's just throw God a War to the side. Who cares about that game? Because you know what? The lights went down, the trailer plays, and the most important. The best video game maker in the entire world. The man who can bring you all the emotions in the world. David Cage himself announced Detroit. Detroit. Become human. The bestest video game in the world. How awesome was Detroit becoming human, Joe? The bestest game David Cage gave. David Cage is better than anyone David
1: Cage Jason David Cage um I I, you had that that was that was quite a an introduction to Detroit yeah to Detroit uh I I unfortunately don't share your enthusiasm for this game (laughs) emotions it's cause you don't have emotions Uh, my emotions are not enthused or or not there does nothing for my emotions um you know, to the people that like David Cage games and dig them, cool for you. Uh, you know, I, I hope you enjoy his next game. Uh, I've just, yeah, man, I've never really been, I've not been a fan. So, uh, it is, it's, it's something. Hey, it's a game. <laughs> Experi- he probably doesn't even like that you call it a game. He probably, no, he, he wants I you to come. I guarantee you he hates it. He wants to be, it, it needs to be an experience or a, a, a movie or a theatrical revolution. I don't know. You know, he uses words like that. Beto?
3: Um, I didn't really, I saw, I saw what it was when I saw the trailer. And uh, I just ended up skipping it because I was hungry. And I'm just like, eh, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just decided not to watch it because like, I don't know, just didn't really interest me, and, um, yeah, that's, I I just, I was hungry, so I just got
0: something to eat. Yeah, I agree with everyone, the guys, I'm not a big David Cage fan either, so, I agree with Joe, like, if you dig it, that's awesome, but, yeah, Detroit. Destiny 2 was shown off, I mean, we we heard about that a couple weeks ago. September sixth. Uh they showed off the exclusive content, extra an extra raid, extra uh, ooh, who's a majigas. Yeah. <laughs> but uh Yeah. Um then Sony ended up closing off the show. With what game, Joe? Explain the game, explain what was going on.
1: So uh they closed the game with uh, Spider Man. Is Spider Man. <laughs> um and uh uh, it, it looks cool. Uh, there was a lot of quick time events. It looked quick time event heavy. Um, but it, it did look pretty cool. I mean, the game itself looked pretty cool. <coughs> um, I don't know when the last really good Spider-Man game was. I mean, I've played a few that over the last, you know, like, during the PS3 and Xbox uh, 360 era that were okay. But, like, you know, they were just, they were what they were. They weren't, you know, not like, you know, the, the old Spider-Man games. During the um, the PlayStation One era, like you know that that feeling when you first played it, you're like, "Whoa," you know. And then, uh, and even like, to, I still I still hold um, Ultimate Spider-Man like I still like that one. I don't even know how, yeah. if how it was like rated, but I know that that one was a, a favorite of mine. So um, it'll be it'll be interesting, and it'll be nice just to play a new Spider-Man game. And I, I hope it's really good, and it's being developed by um, Insomniac. Yeah. So I mean, they've got a good you know they're they're a good developer. So you know, I, I hope that. Um, you know, I hope we get a proper Spider-Man game that's badass.
3: I agree. Um, yeah, like you were saying, it looked like a lot of uh, quick-time event stuff on there, so it's kind of. I mean, it's still cool, just like running through the building and stuff. But um, I, I hope it's not all that. That's that's not all it is. I'm pretty sure it won't be. But I don't know, it's cool to. I've been I've been pretty excited for this game since last year. So I'm just hoping that it's good. Like everything else that I've been saying, I'm hoping it's good. Because, I mean, we all we all want good games.
0: Um, I have to agree. It looks great, but like quick time events, I'm hoping... They didn't say. I'm hoping that it's not like, oh, if you miss this quick time event, you got to do it over again. I hope, like with Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility. And if you mess up on something, you have to deal with consequences. <laughs> or Uncle Ben does. Um, I, you know, it, it, just, it looks good. Um... But I hope I hope it you know, like Beth said you know like it looks good. But uh, that was the end of the Sony press conference. Then they teased Miles Morales in the trailer. Is he a playable character? Is he going to be an extra Spider-Man? Don't know. But that's how Sony ended their conference. And the same with Xbox. You know, Sony's Sony does what they do game after game after game after game. But there was a problem. There was a problem with. The PlayStation Conference, just like with the Xbox Conference, a lot of these games are not coming out this year. A lot of these games are coming out next year. So far, we've had two conferences, Xbox and the PlayStation, and they didn't really show anything. They didn't. There was nothing exciting. You know... I, I don't know what it was. If, if Sony does have the PlayStation experience, are they holding it, or for their PlayStation experience more better announcements, but like it was just a lackluster show, you know. Um there just wasn't much to it. I don't know how you guys feel about it.
1: Yeah, it was I I really felt like um both Sony and uh and Microsoft had some they were, you know, they weren't bad necessarily, but I just felt like all in all the press conferences were underwhelming. You know, they were just I feel like especially with Sony, they've been doing the same thing for like the last 3 years. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a good formula. Don't get me wrong; it is a good formula. If you, if all you do is show me games, cool. You know what I mean? Um, I, I would just, you know, I you always want to get blown away by something. You always want to have a game that comes out that just hits you hard from, you know, comes out of left field and just, you know, it amazes you. It just, it get, really gets you pumped up. And I, did, I didn't feel like this year there was really anything like that. Um, last year Sony had some announcements. <laughs> That got people pumped up, but it really wasn't anything substantial to even... Even at that time, I was like, mm, you know. But, yeah, this year, it just seemed... It felt kind of... It, it, it just, like I said, it felt a little underwhelming. Both of the
3: conferences, I was... I don't know, just like, yeah, like, like, like all you guys were underwhelmed. There was really... <clears throat> they showed some stuff, but it just... I mean, compared to last year, obviously, it's not as good, but still, those games, like, how many of those games where they came out that were announced last year were just... Shenmue! <laughs> like, Shenmue <laughs> was announced, and there was no word on that. Like, not even a fucking whisper. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's, it's just... It wasn't... Yeah, like, just, it wasn't bad, but it just wasn't very good either. It just kind of, like, very mediocre. Oh, shit, scared me. Um, yeah, so it just... I don't know, it just... wasn't great, but... Some of the stuff here and there was good.
0: Few and far between, I guess. So that was Sony's E3 2017 press conference. Here we go, off the rails. Don't you know it's time to raise our sails? It's
1: freedom like you never know.
0: Next, we're going to be talking about Nintendo Switch's E3 press conference, and they started off with a sizzle reel, showing off games like ARMS, Pokémon Tournament, FIFA 18, Splatoon 2, and Rocket League. And you're probably saying to yourself, Rocket League? They haven't announced Rocket League. Are they announcing Rocket League? Not yet, but they teased it. So this was Nintendo's spotlight. Unlike Sony and Xbox's conference, Nintendo goes with their Nintendo Direct route of pre-recorded showings of the show, which works, I think, for this type of format for them. But instead of calling it Nintendo Direct, they call it Nintendo Spotlight.
1: How how many minutes,
0: Jesse? 25 minutes of Nintendo Spotlight. Unlike Sony's hour, 50-to-an-hour spotlight, or... Showcase. Xbox is an hour and four, four. hours. <laughs> four hours showcase. Well it was like more like an hour and like 45 minutes or something, 40 minutes. They showed off a fucking car. Oh shit, we didn't even mention that. The car for Forza. There was no point for that.
1: They showed off a car, they had a fucking runway show with models. There was a concert. <laughs> This
0: was for the Xbox, not so not Nintendo, if if you're you're confused. I'm pretty sure uh, a woman gave birth to a child. <laughs> we waited. <laughs> but okay, let's get okay, let's get back on track. Nintendo. They showed off Xenoblade 2 coming out holiday 2017. Not a firm release date yet, but holiday 2017. Then they announced Kirby 2018. Not a actual like uh, it's a Kirby game, but it wasn't. Kirby with a title it was a Kirby game they're working on, coming out twenty eighteen.
1: How that look, Joe? It's Kirby. It looks Kirby. cool. I, I, it looked cool. Uh, you know, I, I've I've actually not played a lot of Kirby, uh, Kirby games, <coughs> but um, you know, I'm 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 finally looking forward to playing one, and you know, I will definitely. Uh, give this a shot on the um, on the switch so um, you know I you always say good things about the Kirby games and a lot of people that I, I know and respect in the game industry say good things about the Kirby games so I'm looking forward to try, trying this out I just feel like it's the the multiplayer stuff
3: I don't really care for because I'm <clears throat> I feel like I don't know it just doesn't interest me I feel like it's they're I I doubt they will but I feel like they're gonna try to force you to play multiplayer and it's gonna be like that um what's it called? Trif what's it, Triforce? Triforce Heroes. Triforce Heroes, yeah. So it's just uh just wait and see till it comes out. Um <clears throat> and then there have been huge on the Kirby games too. Like the ones that went on, on the Wii U, it just
0: they didn't seem that cool. So three D S ones are dope. Yeah. So I don't know, we'll see when it comes out. And then from there they went on um t- Nintendo ended up talking about they're gonna have more third parties releasing many multiplayer games for the Switch. And then it turned on to the Pokemon Company talking about the release of Pokemon or Poke Tournament DX coming out in September. Um, they talked about it. We thought that was going to be the only news about Pokemon. We thought, okay, you're just rehashing what you said a week ago because they had a, po- a Pokemon Direct. But then something interesting happened. The president of Game Freak, the Pokemon Company itself, actually said they're, releasing, they're working and releasing a core Pokemon RPG. Probably not going to be out for a while. But they're actually giving fans what they want. I doubted it. I doubted that they were actually going to put a core game that was, yes, the Switch is a portable, but they're more advertising it as a console that you can take with you. And I always thought Pokemon or the Pokemon company was just going to keep it on handhelds like 3DS. But they're actually making a core Pokemon game.
1: Uh, that's really cool. Uh, you know, my really my first experience playing Pokemon was on uh, 3DS, um, so this will be my first opportunity playing a you know a full long Pokemon game on um, a their full fledged console. So I'm looking forward to it. Hey girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're almost. I think we're almost. Done. Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah. Pokemon uh, core Pokemon. Yeah. I just. That's pretty cool. It's not. It's not. Um, what's it? It's RPG, right?
0: Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. yeah. You, you played
3: Pokemon. Through. Yeah, I played. Yeah, I play, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's fun because you can play it on the on, on TV, but it's. I mean, it's portable like, for the Switch. But yeah, it's. I, I for the, I don't know. I I didn't think this they would make a, a a Pokemon game or RPG at least on on the Switch. So it's we'll see how how that. Oh that is and then um what is it the uh honor oh, I know it's a different one I was thinking I'm sorry but yeah it's it's cool to see
0: a uh a Pokemon game for the switch so not only not only did they show talk about making a core Pokemon game, the next thing they revealed was something that we all asked for didn't know if it was actually gonna happen but they showed off a teaser, just the name, no gameplay, no nothing. Metroid Prime 4. And the nerds
1: went wild. Including it. Hmm?
0: Including
1: it. Hmm. I'm not really a nerd. I'm too cool to be a nerd, but, you know. <laughs> I just happen to like video games and watch fucking Japanese wrestling. Does that make me a nerd? <laughs> Anyways.
0: Joe, like Joe says, he's a talent.
1: Yeah, I'm just a talent. Um. That's awesome. That's, you know, really, that's what it really... You know, when I saw that they like, cool, they're working on it. I'm, I'm actually, it's early, but I'm glad they announced it. You know, it, you know, you have a new console, that you want to give people, you know, want to show them that you're focused on giving them all the games you want. And I think, you know, even if it's just, just to let people know, hey, we're working on it. Uh, that's cool. That's, it's really, really cool. And then they hit us with, well, they didn't even hit this, hit, hit us with this at the
0: actual spotlight, At the
1: spotlight, they hit it with Astro. It's like, hey, look, we've also got a. 3DS a new 3DS uh Metroid game coming out and it's going to be out this year, right? Remake of Metroid yeah. 2. And it's out this year, right? Yeah, September. Like soon. And I'm like, "Holy shit, they didn't even I nobody even fucking knew no, about that That was no. that was what was crazy. What do you think about them? I think it's shitty. I don't like the Metroid <laughs> Prime games. Fuck those games.
3: I don't care for them. why I don't know. I'm just fucking going against you guys. Used to be a dick. Uh, no, but I've never played the Metro. Any? I don't. Th- I've never played any major games I'm Metro games. I am Metro games. let you borrow? Prime it, Prime it I think you let me borrow, but I just couldn't get into it. But okay, I mean, Game two. yeah. But um, I just no. See, that's why I'm, I'm saying. I said I'm I'm being more open minded about Nintendo games because I wasn't when I was younger. So <clears throat> I like
1: to close your mind with a, a brick over. Side of your head right now That'll
3: open my head
1: But it'll close your mind It'll, it'll rip It'll rip my brain It'll be in a coma
3: Fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I mean I'll, I'll I mean I'll play it when it comes out I'm pretty sure it'll be good I'm, I'm, But I kind of hope it sucks Just so I can make fun of you guys Yeah I mean There's not much to say It's just fucking It's just a A, a
0: little tease So far Very important to, like Joe said, now in development, so it's not out anytime soon. And then from there, they ended up talking, just like they did with Kirby, Yoshi. A Yoshi game coming out in 2018, no official name, a little bit of gameplay, don't really know what it is. I I mean, I liked um, Yoshi's Woolly World, so I'm stoked to see another Yoshi game. It doesn't look like a Woolly World game, but it looks like a a, a totally different game.
1: I'm I'm really interested in that because I, I number one I like the um <clears throat> the visuals and like the, the art style of the game it's kind of like almost seems kind of like uh, construction paper like and some of the backgrounds yeah, seem yeah. very like uh, you know that that style I guess art style like construction paper art style but um, the real cool thing was about the like that ability to s- flip the the level like the you know you're looking at the front it's of the, the way tilt way, the world all the way over right. and see in the back of stuff I was really I think that could be a, a really cool feature. <laughs> and um, you know they they use something like that, sort of similar. It's kind of like that in uh, Super uh, Paper Mario, was it? On yeah. the on the on the Wii, and I really dug that. So I'm looking. I, I'm actually really looking forward to um, this Yoshi game. You know, I, I there's been other Yoshi games released. I didn't play Woolly World, and I haven't played a lot of Yoshi games. I just I don't know, man. Like. <laughs> The games released, I think, during the Wii and the Wii U era for, like, you you know, Kirby and, um, uh, Yoshi, I was just kind of like, eh, I wasn't that excited for it, but this is, like, you know, uh, now that they're on the, the, with the Switch, I'm kind of, I'm pumped for this Kirby game, and I'm really pumped for this Yoshi game, so, um, I'm digging that. Yeah, I feel the same way about the the Yoshi and the Kirby games from
3: the last generation, even though I didn't have, a a Wii U, it just, they didn't look very good to me, I'm, I know you said they're good, Mm -hmm. Jesse, but, um, yeah just seeing seeing them uh yeah the the it didn't interest me but this one this one looks fun like a lot of the stuff that i saw for like 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 getting behind the level like doing there's certain hidden stuff behind it i guess but it this one looks this one does does get me excited to try
0: it out more than the the Kirby game that was announced earlier and then they showed Fire Emblem Warriors coming out fall 2017. So if you played games like like Hyrule Warriors or Dragon Quest Heroes, pretty much in that vein. But they only, ever, they only really showed story elements. They didn't show any gameplay. So that was the only trailer they ended up showing at the spotlight for Nintendo. They showed gameplay later on the Treehouse events. But, you know, if you played Hyrule Warriors, it's very much the same. Um, what I liked about it, though, is... Unlike like the Dynasty Warriors games and what you can do in Hyrule Warriors, since it's based on Fire Emblem, you can send units to attack areas that you can't go to, and um, members of your team to go help them, and then you can attack areas of the map. So kind of like how you can do like plan out your attacks in Fire Emblem, in that type of game, you can do that in the Hyrule Warriors, which they didn't show in the the direct, but or I mean in the spotlight. From there, they ended up talking about the DLC for Breath of the Wild. Um, it's coming out June 30th, the first DLC pack, which is Trial of the Sword, Heroes Path mode, some new masks, uh, a master mode, and uh, they also ended up
1: showing what the DLC pack 2 was going to be, and that was the Champion's Ballad. Uh, that looked cool. It looked like the... um. I, I'm assuming it's gonna be more single player, like more story. Yeah, it, it, could be, it, it could be. It could. I, I kind of looked like it was gonna be like. It looked like it might be like a prequel, <clears throat> um, of some sort. Like, you know, kind of maybe showing the stories of the of the champions. You know, before. You know, like what led to their like downfall. I don't know. Like, I'm I'm interested. I'm definitely interested. I mean, I like Zelda a lot, so you know, I will definitely. Um, you know, play this uh, the D- DLC. So you know, I'm, I'm hoping that it is pretty good. Yeah, um, I don't remember the the
3: uh, what I saw that much, but what I do remember and what I really want is those fucking amiibos. Yeah. And I'm tired of buying amiibos, but these look so fucking cool.
0: You're tired.
3: And yeah, I I don't have nearly as much as Jesse does, but these like I don't know, they just look. They look nicer than the ones that they've ever put out, any any other ones that they've ever put out. So that's something that I, I really want to get. And But I'm
0: not going to wait in line at 5 in the morning for them. Because you'll just have me wait in line for you. Yeah, that's why. Um, yeah, no, it looks, it, again, they didn't really show much, and, and my guess is it's their story. So I wonder if you get to play as them, and that's what I'm assuming. But, yeah, fuck those Amiibos, man. I'm going to have to get those. I hate it. Um from there they showed Mario plus rabbit's kingdom battle coming out August 2017 yes, the game that ended up getting leaked months before it was even announced the Ubisoft game they showed off at the Ubisoft press conference, but they showed off a little bit more on Nintendo spotlight um to you guys, how did you know how did rabbits end up seeming because to me it's actually it actually looked better than. I assumed it was going to be, personally. It looked better. I thought it was just going to be, you know, we talked about it last episode, probably just a, a game for kids, you know, not intended for anyone older. Why should we get mad about it? But it actually looked more
1: in-depth than I thought it was going to be. Um, yeah, it I went from it <clears throat> kind of seemed like a joke um, to actually like something that might actually be kind of interesting, like a, um, a what do you call it, a... um like, someone described it as, like, a Mario meets, like, XCOM-style game. I didn't really play XCOM, but, I mean, it looked like, you know, it has some potential. You know, I, I, I definitely went from it being, like, nothing that I'd want to, to play to being something that I might be interested in. So, uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully, it, you know, it comes out looking good. And I'm interested in actually trying it out. <laughs> yeah, I, feel, I, I remember
3: seeing the picture of it. It looked really stupid. <laughs> but then, like, watching this, st- like... There's, yeah. It seems more, more like a not a like um how do you call it, not like a dumb fun kind of game like the other Rabbit games were. This one seems more like not. I don't, I don't want to say thought out because it sounds so mean saying that to those old other games, but yeah. it does seem more 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 complicated than than the other games yeah. than, like, than the simple like rage, raging rabbits or what is it raving rabbit. Raving I don't know. Uh, yeah, and then like seeing seeing that that and seeing the little rabbits like dressed up as Mario characters are like really adorable. <laughs> I actually ended up liking them.
0: Yeah, I mean, it uh. looked better. It looked better than we thought. You know, like it looked it looked okay. interesting. So, right. okay. um, <laughs> so you know, Mario Rabbit's Kingdom looks better than we thought. Looking forward to it. Um, now. They're bringing Rocket League to the Nintendo Switch coming out holiday 2017, and it's going to have cross-network plays supporting across all systems, PC, Xbox,
1: Nintendo, but who's missing from it, Joe? <coughs> A little independent company known as Sony. Uh, they felt like they owed it to their, uh, according to Sony, they owed it to their uh, users to keep a um, that you know the experience of uh, online is not uh, is a a just and right one, and not uh, a uh, a bad expletive-filled world, and they just can't trust you know Xbox's service, and apparently Nintendo's, even though Nintendo's was cool, Nintendo was cool with this, but they're like, ah, yeah, nah, now nah, we're good. Uh yeah, it kind of <laughs> it kind of sucks
3: that Sony um didn't uh, uh wasn't wasn't in on the cross yeah. crossplay. So at first I thought it was just I saw the crossplay thing. I'm just like, What well, is it just PC and, and Nintendo doing that? But then you guys told me that it was because I never I don't read up on this. Uh, the news that I get is from you guys here, like right now. Um, that it is actually with with uh, Microsoft, and uh, that was that was cool to hear because like when you just fucking play with other people and like, get more. Oh, I guess we we'll get more games. Even though it's a fucking popular game, it's gonna be huge on on the Switch. Even if it it was just online, for for Nintendo, and it seems like a I don't know if you said this, but it seems like a, a the perfect game to play on the Switch. Like handheld yeah, mode. I can't So it's I'm gonna I never bought it so because it was free in the PS Plus. Oh, that's
0: right. So,
3: yeah. So I I I'll pay. I'll I'll fucking buy it just just to play it on
0: there. I don't understand. I don't I don't, I don't understand why Sony's. Not a part of it. Honestly, dude, I think it's their online service. I think they're ashamed. Like, I don't think their security on their online is that perfect. And I don't think they want people to find out. I don't know. I really don't know why Sony's not a part of this. Um, It sucks, but, yeah, Switch is, I mean, uh, Rocket League is the perfect game for Switch. And then it's the end of the show for Nintendo. And how do they close out the show, Joe?
1: With some motherfucking Mario. Mario! Uh, the show Super Mario World Odyssey, <clears throat> which looked fantastic. They look crazy. Um, that's probably the game, uh, my game of show, uh, to be honest with you. I was really excited with what I saw. Um, I'm looking forward to all the, like, just the, I mean, Nintendo never goes wrong with level design in a Mario game. And and I think, you know, what I saw of this game and then the hat mechanic, uh, I'm really looking forward to it.
3: <laughs> uh when I first saw the trailer the uh, when they when they showed it this week or last week I wasn't really I don't know, it just didn't look good to me. Just like here and there uh, some some stuff does that, that look cool, but I don't know, just for some reason didn't yeah. I I didn't like it. And then uh and then I I saw who was it the Easy Allies, they started like like watching the trailer and kind of talking more about it and they didn't even they hadn't even played it yet but just seeing more of the stuff that like the actual gameplay stuff I looked I was like okay that I see kind of what it's doing I think I think I didn't like it cuz it looks so different than any like other Mario game for me like that I I never seen anything like it but I guess like there's really no Mario not a lot of Mario games that are similar to each other is that what I mean, like, I don't play a lot of the new line in 3D world there's yeah but for the most part, they've been pretty different, right? Mm-hmm. Sunshine, galaxy, and all Yeah, every every. Have had, had some sort of so different, I yeah. Of but then, uh, yeah, just watching more and more of it, it just I ended up liking it a lot more. It looks, it looks, it changed my mind. Um, some some of the stuff that looked cool, like walking on walls, kind of like
1: uh, link between worlds. That mm-hmm. I, I would like. I just want to see what what you can do with that. So, but yeah. Uh, I think I think at one point. Um, he, he, uh, at one point, Mario, during, uh, I think, one of the gameplay segments, <coughs> he goes into a, a warp pipe into a wall and then comes out of the wall as the 8-bit Mario. And then oh, you yeah. can actually, like, break bricks <laughs> in the background and then yeah, come yeah, back yeah, out. Yeah. I thought that was really cool.
0: Yeah, no, that's how Nintendo ended up um, ending their Nintendo Spotlight, which I think was the best way because, then like, it's crazy that they kept under wraps... Mario being able to transform into different things by throwing the hat, like the frog, all that, like like never like that's a whole new mechanic, you know. But yeah, that was Nintendo's um, Switch, Nintendo Switch spotlight E3 twenty seventeen presentation. Now we couldn't make it to E3 this year. We were busy, we have things, we have jobs, we have Kids. other applications, none of us have children.
1: We also don't feel like getting in line uh, in, with a bunch of sweaty um, people.
3: We're already sweaty enough.
1: Yeah, we're sweaty enough. And not to mention that it was like the most packed um, E3 ever. But fear
0: not, everybody, because we had someone, part of the group, not us, but an associate of ours at E3. And right now I'm going to send it off to him to talk about his experience at E3 for this year. He was representing us.
1: Yeah, my buddy Brandon was supposed to go, too, but he didn't end up going, so fuck you, Brandon. Hey, man, we got Sean,
0: so I'm going to give it up to Sean. I interviewed him. He's going to tell us how E3 was, so here you go. It's Jesse here. Now, you already know me, Joe, Beto. We couldn't make it to E3, but we had one of our other members, our secret member. His name is Sean. They're at E3 for us, representing Third Party Controller Podcast. Because you know what? Sean is a part of Third Party Controller Podcast. He might deny it because we're not that cool and he doesn't want to be a part of it, but he is. But Sean was there on the show floor to represent us and check out E3. So I just want to ask Sean a few questions. How was your E3, your first E3 experience?
2: It was great, dude. It was really cool. So much stuff there.
0: How'd you get tickets?
2: Uh, I Got them off Twitter for free. So I was uh, really inclined to just spend all my time there, check out everything.
0: Cool. What'd you end up? What'd you end up doing? Uh,
2: just waited in line, checked out all the games. Uh, pretty much everything big announced was there. So.
0: No, but like you know, we were just talking right now because we were talking a bit about your, like
2: E3 and um, what games did you end up? Uh, what games did you end up checking out? Checked out Mario Odyssey. Uh, Quake Championship was cool. Uh, a lot of the Bethesda stuff. Um, Wolfenstein was there. I checked that out a little bit. Uh, Yakuza. Uh, uh, the Pokin re-release, ARMS, Splatoon. A lot, pretty much everything that was kind of big on the uh, Sony or Nintendo side, I pretty much saw PC as well. Nice. Um, so this was
0: the first year that E3 was open to the public. Um, I personally have been to, like, Comic-Con, like, the past 11 years, and it gets super fucking packed. I saw pictures of E3 with all those people, and it seemed as packed as a San Diego Comic-Con. And that gave me, like, flashback chills of how horrible that is.
2: How bad was it? Was it bad? It was definitely bad. And I I overheard in passing a lot of uh, people who were there with uh, industry passes and stuff or, like, who were reporting for, um, you know, websites, just kind of actually complaining about all how many people were there. But on the other end, too, I talked to one guy who has been to, I think he said, uh, when I was waiting in line for Quake, he said he had been to every single E3 since... Uh, and i think like the year after it started coming to la and he said that he actually liked this one a lot because uh because it was open to the public it was also a bigger show and a lot of the companies tried harder to present something cooler than last year he said last year was looking pretty weak so you yeah. know like there's there's good and bad to it but it was definitely packed for sure
0: um how was the feel of e3 you know most places you go to whether it be like a theme park or convention this is your first type of convention right yes um, what what was the feeling
2: for you there? It was really cool. Uh, I, I talked to um, somebody that worked at WB as I was walking in from the parking, and I just told her I was like, it kind of feels like Disneyland to me because like there's all this cool stuff that I like here, and uh, people are all walking through, you know, like the gates and stuff, and it's super crowded, but everybody's there for you know video games, and f- for that it was cool, you know. I really enjoyed it. Um, any uh, people you ended up meeting on the way there? Um. I met a lot of just, you know, people who, who did, like, independent stuff, public, people who were there just to, you know, like, who just bought the tickets, and they were all pretty cool. Um, I didn't really meet anybody too famous or anything like that. Uh, I saw a lot of people there, like, you know, internet celebrities, but nobody, I didn't actually get to meet anybody too big. No. Um,
0: so being there, representing us as third-party controller, how'd you, re- how, how'd you rep us?
2: So pretty much anything you want to do at E3, <laughs> there's this like massive line and uh, people ask me, you know, how I got there and stuff and I was like, oh, you know, like, uh, I'm just checking it out, but, um, you know, like I, I also, uh, I don't know how I worded it, but I said like I, I was uh, some sort of like... <sighs> What was the word I used? It was like an affiliate of uh, the podcast, you know, and and then they were like, oh, you know, like people, yeah, yeah, people would ask me like, you know, how do how do you uh, what's the website, you know, this stuff. I'd be like, okay, just just Google, you know, third party, but with a three, not third, you know, the the real one. There is (laughs) imposters. American, (laughs) and uh, yeah, a lot of people actually did, you know, like on their phones, just kind of like you know bookmark it, and so hopefully they're listening.
0: Yeah, I wish I wish we had an episode out that day, but. I mean, as you guys probably already heard us talking about what happened, but anyway, let's go into bigger, better stuff.
2: How was Super Mario Odyssey? That game was so good. Like, I, I don't want to sound like I'm being paid to say this, but it, it legitimately feels like like a continuation of uh, of Mario 64 or Sunshine. You know, like like when Nintendo showed that infograph of you know like here's the games that came out you know the past five years, Galaxy, that stuff, with the uh, really like tight, you know like um, you know, like, level design, this one really feels super open, it feels, you know, like 64, you know, like you jump into a level and there's just this big playground for you to mess around in and Mario feels super, like, satisfying to jump around and stuff and, I mean, it super cool, like, I'm so excited for it, like, there's been so many good games this year between Zelda and, you know, Persona, Nier, so many good games, but Mario honestly still has a chance too, like, it's that good, like, I I think, you know, if the whole game is, is what, it, like, I played, like, it it's, it has a chance to get Game of the Year for me, at least. Mm. Um, have you, uh, I, at the Nintendo booth,
0: um, was it just only Super Mario Odyssey? Because the only thing I saw was, like, before the whole mass chaos of people at E3, they showed the booth. And it looked very nice because it was Donk City. Yeah. And I saw, like, just all HDTVs, like, just rows, rows of Super Mario Odyssey. Was there any other game there? I think you were telling me there was, but what, was it? what else was
2: there? so the 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 main show floor area space that they took up was uh definitely new new donk city (laughs) from uh, mario odyssey (laughs) and uh and it was really cool and uh so the whole center area and the sides you know were all decked out mario but uh towards the back uh there was lines for splatoon and um and arms and actually uh the first and the second day they had an arms and splatoon like sort of tournament and um it was really cool because uh they had, uh, I, think, I think it was an eight-person tournament for ARMS, and uh, so towards the back, you know, they had this main stage, and uh, they had four people they selected, and then four people from E3 actually got to do, like, a uh, elimination round-type tournament thing, and, and actually get to fight those four people that came invited by Nintendo. So it was really cool. I don't know if it was just four, but, you know, it was four people from E3, and then Nintendo's hand-selected. And it was uh, really cool just, you know, watching people, like, rise up and end up getting to fight them. Yeah, It was cool.
0: Um, there was, um, was there anything else? What else
2: did you check out at E3? Uh, I... Yeah, did you check out the PlayStation booth? I did check out the PlayStation booth, um, but the PlayStation booth was actually, like, uh, it was set up so the center of it was a bunch of, like, new games, mostly third party. Like, the lines were pretty long for, uh, for Call of Duty. You know, they had that playable and, um, and Battlefront. Those were the two big ones at at PlayStation. So there wasn't really anything too too big, first party wise. The first party games like God of War and uh, Spider Man were actually you had to make a reservation in a on the app and then go into a theater and then watch I think them play it. So oh, okay. so they weren't actually playable. And, and most of the the Sony area was actually like theaters. Like you had to sit down and, and watch a presenter play it. And I I really didn't want to download the app, so yeah. <laughs> I ended up not checking it out. But but it was still a cool little area like. Like you, you, it was very open, which was nice because you could watch people who were playing stuff, you know. And if, if you didn't really want to wait in line for three hours for Call of Duty, you could watch people. I think mm-hmm. they had Destiny too, uh, yeah. And 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 there was a pretty big line for that, but it looked cool. Um, Microsoft booth, did you check that out? I did not. <laughs> it, it 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 was real crowded, and like it, I wasn't really interested in a lot of the stuff.
0: I heard it was only like really crowded for. Because they had Dragon Ball Z there and everything else. Well, it had lines, but not as big as Dragon Ball Fighter Z. A,
2: a lot of their fixtures made it seem crowded. So I, I think definitely the line for Dragon Ball was the longest. They had Sea of Thieves and stuff, but it, it just kind of looked too messy for me to kind of jump into. And I didn't really want to wait in line for those games anyways. Um, I don't know if you already mentioned it. How long was the wait for to play Super Mario Odyssey? So funny story, the first day of E3... Uh, they, they didn't actually have a line system that you just, they had four screens set up and people were just expected to kind of make their own lines and get yeah. in there. At 3 o'clock I got in line, right? E3 closes on the first day at 6. I was in line until 5.30. Oh, they sure. counted off <laughs> and then the girl was like, okay, right here, you pointed at me, you're probably not going to get to play. 5.30. Yeah. So I was in line for two and a half hours. I was like, okay and i waited around like <laughs> she hoping, looked at you you yeah i'm yeah. not gonna
0: play yeah asshole
2: well you know and, and i was like you know is there's really no chance And so she's like i'm sorry but you know like if if you're if you're gonna get to play like you, you have to play the full 10 minutes and if you can't play the full 10 minutes then we we're not we can't set up the demo or something like that so the the, the first thing in the morning the next day i ran straight for it uh-huh. but when i got there they were like no we have a line today and the line starts over there. So even though I went straight for it, they were like, no, actually the line already started. So I had to go to the very back of the, uh, I think it was the West Hall. And right as I got to the very back of it, right behind me, this girl capped off and was like, I'm sorry everybody, but we got too many people waiting for Mario. Like that's it. And it's a 10 minute demo. So you have to imagine every single screen takes 10 minutes. So every, you know, the first day, if there was six people in front of you, that's an hour. You know, yeah. and and there was everybody wanted to play Mario. So luckily, with that new system, though, I did get to play after waiting for an hour and a half. And I still think it was worth it. It was still my yeah. favorite game of the show, yeah. easily.
0: That's cool. Um, I can't do that. I've done it. I did it one year at um, San Diego Comic Con, and this is how long I. The only time I ever waited for a game, it was for two games. Okay, it was for Devil May Cry 4 and oh. Resident, <laughs> Resident Evil's Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles for the Wii. Oh. And all I remember, what made the experience even worse, was I had a cosplayer guy right next to me who was dressed like Neo from The Matrix and was very annoying. But even when he was done playing and I was playing Devil May Cry, he was taking selfies of himself while <laughs> I was playing Devil May Cry. And then they yelled at him for taking pictures. And then, like, you never saw Neo get so sad ever in your entire life. But I, like, I had to deal with this guy for, like, I don't know how long I waited just to play that. And all I remember was, oh, and this is what made it even worse. I'm next. I'm like, all right, Neil, get the fuck off this. Because the guy said he was done. He goes to me, gives me the controller, goes, all right, this is, what, this is what this button does. This is what that button does. And I was like, dude, I've played fucking video games before. I'm yeah, good. Yeah. You know, like, ugh. yeah, just because of that, I was like, fuck that. Unless I could walk up to it, I'm not going to wait in line. Like, it, I, you know, I, I, this is just how I am. Maybe, if if anything, if I was with you at E3, I probably would have just chilled with you. Yeah. Um, And then it was like, well, I've been waiting, so I might as well play it. Uh,
2: But, yeah, no. Um, Anything else cool you saw at E3? Uh, I got to do a couple really cool things. Uh, I, I was on a Twitch stream for Let It Die, the PS4 game. Were you really? Yeah. I uh, The first thing, I walked in, I don't know where the halls are. I don't know how to do anything. Yeah. All I saw was Let It Die and I was like, that's a cool game. I got in the little line and, I, and then the guy was like, oh, come on over. So you see me uh, on Twitch, uh, just sit down on the couch and he's like, how you doing? You want to play? And I was like, okay. And he's like, <laughs> like basically like they, they were like, okay, here's this challenge. Uh, you got to beat this in three minutes and then we'll give you a shirt and, you know, sunglasses and all this cool stuff. And I was like, Did okay. you know at
0: that time you were on Twitch?
2: Uh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I I figured it out as I was standing in line.
0: So you're like, um, people are watching me right now. Yeah.
2: And and the people, like the four <laughs> Have or five. I
0: you see
2: it. Yeah, I did actually. It was oh, pretty cool. Oh, you to send me a link. Oh, I will. Um, but the four or five people before me failed the challenge. So at, when it was my turn, I was like, oh god, like I I might lose this. Like this yeah. might be actually hard. And then I get up there and I I did pretty good. Like I beat it and stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, but but the guy like. It was it was just super weird. It was cool, though. I, I had a lot of fun um, doing competitive stuff at E3, actually. Yeah. Another thing that I did, uh, I waited in line for, like, two hours to play Quake Championship. Uh-huh. And uh, I won a, a sweet hat that I'm wearing, so.
0: I saw the yeah. I see the hat. I didn't know where you got it yeah I didn't know I, I looked at it and you have this cool uh, Kojima production shirt and you didn't grab me one
2: I'm sorry <laughs> they're so sold out people love them yeah and even even the, there was no uh, there was supposed to be Death Stranding shirts and they were gone all of them yeah. I didn't have a chance of that
0: Um, I no worries because I, like I told you I had like two people looking out for me and they couldn't even get shirts so I was like whatever
2: yeah I'm sorry
0: <laughs> and and I like how you walk in here with your shirt and your Quake hat I
2: I had a great time, so... <laughs> yeah, that's
0: cool. No, yeah. So, for your first time, this is actually like you were telling me, like, your first convention, your first time at E3, like, how did you... Did you enjoy it?
2: Yeah, I, I had a great time. I didn't know that this was the first... That You said this was the first time the public can go to E3? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I... it Open to the public and, I think, selling tickets and stuff. Yeah, it, it didn't feel like... Like, the, the way that they presented it, it didn't feel, like, different. Like, oh, it wasn't like, oh, you know, here's your public people. It, it felt like like a legit thing and and there were a lot of you know like big media people around me, so it felt cool you know I, I felt kind of like special I guess in some way I liked it a lot
0: nice any final words for e three uh,
2: if you get a chance to go, just go definitely
0: well what if someone lives in Alaska
2: dude just go <laughs> just go
0: what if they live in uh the
2: ukraine uh you, you got other stuff to worry about then <laughs>
0: Cool, cool. Well, Sean, thanks for representing Third Party Controller, our uh, our confidant. Is that what? What was it again?
2: Uh, associate.
0: Our associate. Our associate here, Sean, of Third Party Controller Podcasts. Thanks for representing us. Thanks for not getting me a Kojima production shirt. Thanks for having a great time. Thanks for
2: everything. Was uh.
0: All right, welcome back. So, last episode, we had our E3 2017 bets. We will announce who was the winner and who was the loser of the E3 2017 bets. I know, it is. (laughs) Number one, will Death Stranding have a release date?
1: Yes.
0: No. Two. Will Nintendo announce a release date for Virtual Console? If so, how many games will be available on launch? Nintendo did not mention Virtual Console at all. How many did announce? announce? Zero. None. Number three. What will the Xbox Scorpio be priced? Which we found out was $499.99. Number four. How many n- new IPs will be announced for Xbox Scorpio? That's a little fuzzy, they said 22, yeah, I, I counted 11. But either way, someone won it. Number five, will Nintendo announce a new Metroid game? The answer was yes, they actually announced two. Number six, how many Wii U ports of games will be announced for the Switch? That was actually zero, they did not talk about any Switch ports, except, I mean, there was poking, there was poking. shut up. <laughs> Rocket League never came out for Wii U. But, um, Pokken was announced a week ago, so that doesn't count. So they did zero. Uh, number seven. Will Valve announce Half-Life 3? No. Number eight. It was choose one. Will Capcom will announce, A, Darkstalkers, B, Rival Schools, C, Tatanooka versus Capcom, D, SNK versus Capcom, or E, none. That was none. Number nine. What game will get a release date? Is it A, Final Fantasy 7 Remake? B, Kingdom Hearts 3? C, both? Or D, none? It was D, none. Uh, because they had to be announced at one of the three press conferences. I think they, they gave like a holiday. or No, they actually I don't think they did anything for Kingdom Hearts. So in general they didn't give a fucking release date at all. Number 10. Will Sony announce a new upgraded version of the PlayStation VR? The answer was no. 11. Will Shenmue get an HD collection of 1 and 2 and also will 3 get a release date? No and no. They didn't talk about Shenmue at all. They announced that they weren't going to talk about it at E3. Number 12. Nintendo will announce new DLC for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. The answer was no. Number 13. How much will the Nintendo Switch online service cost? Now, they did give a price for it in 1999, but it wasn't announced at E3, so that didn't count. Number 14 Nintendo will announce digital GameCube games. The answer was no, they didn't announce any virtual console games either. <coughs> Number 15 Will Crackdown be announced with a release date for this year? The answer was yes, they did. Number 16 Will Mother 3 be announced? That was a no. Nintendo did not announce Mother 3. Uh, Number 17, will a Kickstarter slash Indiegogo be at one of the big three conferences, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, and who will do it? The answer in general for both those questions was a no. No one announced a Kickstarter or Indiegogo at either one. Number 18, Microsoft will mention Scalebound. That was a no. Number 19, what will happen first, Platinum Games will announce a new IP, an old IP, Or a licensed game? For anyone who doesn't know what IP stands for, it's intellectual property. The answer was no. Platinum Games did not announce a single game at E3 or at either of the three press conferences. Number 20. Will Sony announce PlayStation 5? No. So. Here we are. We tallied up the score. Between the three of us. Between me, Joe, and Beto. We had the score of someone. The winner ended up getting 13 points. Someone got 11 points. And then the loser got 9 points. Now. There's a reward for the winner. Which is $20 each from the losers. And the loser gets a punishment. That Joe's wife Jess gets to decide. So. The winner... Of E3Bets 2017 is... Mr. Joe Ramirez
1: with
2: 13
1: points! First and foremost, I want to thank God. Because without Christ, nothing is, uh, all things are possible through him. Uh, second, I want to thank my high IQ. Um, IQ. My high IQ. Uh, obviously... Um, you know with that it helped me to get these answers third uh it doesn't help that i'm a little bit uh clairvoyant some might say i may be a little claire huxtable i don't know uh and i also want to thank my wife because without her i would starve and die so uh thank you thank you thank you very much everybody two-time two-time champion that's two-time two-time e3 champion thank you no he's not
0: and the loser with nine points everyone is uh, i'm afraid it's so it's me jesse lost the e3 2017 bets so jessica you are here right now what is the punishment for the person who what is my punishment for losing the third-party controller e3 bets of 2017.
1: the burritos at san diego you have to buy in for us and you have to wear a lucha mask
0: Wait, I have to wear a Lucha mask while I order them for you? Yes. Wait, is this at Lucha Libre or the other place?
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I'll do that. Lucha Libre. Okay. I feel like you're almost rewarding him, to be honest with you.
0: Hey, I'll go with that punishment. (laughs) So my punishment is to take these two to San Diego, California, and buy them California burritos at Lucha Libre Taco Shop while wearing a Lucha mask, which, you know what? Joke's on you guys. You get 10% off if you order with a Luchador mask. So I'm going to be saving money and having you guys in San Diego. So that is my punishment. Joe gets $40 in any amount for any system that he wants. PlayStation point cards, Nintendo point cards. You're not going to get Xbox point cards. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Which will be distributed to them. In a year's time, I won last year. I'm still, Beto already gave me my money. Joe hasn't given me, you know, Joe, you can easily do it through Amazon on your phone and give me the code, but, you know, oh, it's up right. to you. That, yeah. You could do that. Ben, um, Beto not though. Beto, yeah, and Beto still has to get his punishment of doing capoeira, which isn't I my fault. He has. should make you do now. No, you already announced exactly. it. I apologize. Okay. I, sorry, you already announced it. What was that? Say it again.
1: I used to bring on my toes. Sorry. that you should do Capoeira with Beto
0: no you already announced it so I I can't change the rules I'm sorry Um, but yeah that was the winner and loser of the E3 2017 bets we'll be right back Welcome back, everyone. Now this is the end of the show. Um, I just wanted to ask each one of you, what did you think of the three press conferences and E3 as a whole this year?
1: Uh, the three press conferences were, uh, for the most part, you know, a little underwhelming, uh, all in all. Um, and I would say E3 in general was E3. I mean, this at this point there's not a lot of surprises. I think I feel like that really comes out of E3 um but i would say that the victory goes to nintendo and you know what it's about time they deserve it they need they need to get that win um so i would say kudos nintendo you are the champion my friend (laughs) a nintendo one i
3: feel they they did i think it should be like 30 minutes for every conference now because Nintendo did it perfect mm-hmm. <laughs> by like announcing stuff that we want to see and not announcing, and not talking about fucking specs and all this bullshit that they, that other, that other conferences, um,
1: 12 gigs announced. of DDR5 RAM. Yeah, exactly. fucking gigs. Okay? Yeah. I
3: know exactly what that is. I know exactly what that does too. Six teraflops. Mm-hmm. Floppy tits.
1: 28 core processors. Jaguar X eighty six CPU two hundred and twenty one Ah, uh, I was gonna
0: say watts too. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I mean, Nintendo. Okay, Microsoft did what I wanted them to do, which was game after game after game after game. But it wasn't the games they needed to show off during the but for the Xbox X. Sony showed stuff that's not coming out till next year. Xbox was the same thing. Nintendo. Again, you're probably saying, what, Nintendo's showed off Metroid, that's not coming out, and the Pokemon game. Yeah, but they had announcements that no one saw coming or wanted, you know? So it. Nintendo won, but Nintendo won because the other two just didn't really try. I don't want to say they didn't try, but the, the other two just didn't really put their full effort. And, but I just think that for PlayStation, it's kind of hard because they have their experience. Are they just holding stuff for experience? you know their PlayStation experience in December um but also i hear a lot of developers hate they just hate preparing games for E3 so you know that takes away a lot from their development time and making games and that puts them behind so i wonder if it's that like the the most the more impressive games that were announced were actually games announced for the actual creators and the publishers themselves like Ubisoft had more impressive games to show up because it was their games, you know, better than, than the Sony or, or Microsoft press conference. But yeah, you know, um, Nintendo did well, and as an E3, it was okay. Um, I think, for me, Game of Show was uh, was Dragon Ball Fighters, for me. What was your Game of Show, Joe?
1: Uh, I would say that Dragon Ball Z was uh, uh, pretty high up on the list. I would say at least multi-platform game for sure. Uh, I would say probably my game up show would still be Mario Odyssey. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. So, and no one else really showed anything that was like platforms. Like, I mean, yeah, uh, Sony showed um, Set of the Colossus, but again, it's a remake. And Xbox really Xbox had Crackdown, as so that was like one of their real exclusives. I mean, Forza too, but I mean, Forza's Forza. So I would say uh, for me,. Uh, that best game that I saw out there would probably be Super Mario Odyssey. But Skyrim on Switch <laughs> is gonna be. Uh
3: that's what I'm gonna look forward to. No, I mean, yeah, I I'm gonna I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get Skyrim, but it for me it was also Mario. Like started seeing more stuff in it. It it, it was it it changed my mind about wanting to get. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I was gonna get it anyway, but it just didn't interest me when I first saw that first trailer of the show last week. But now, just seeing more of the gameplay stuff, it, it's, it changed my mind. I, 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 it, it's a different game than what I thought now. So that's Mario, Super Mario Odyssey.
0: Yeah, and that's gonna be it for this episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. <laughs> Again, as we said, um, the show, we had a two-hour show for you. Uh, the computer messed up. We lost it. But hey, we got back together and made you this episode. Sorry that we missed out on last week. It sucks. We hated it. We hated missing out, but there's nothing you can do when stuff messed up. So if you want to send us any questions, you can send us questions at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at com. Remember, it's thirdpartycontroller with a three. Also, our Instagram is thirdpartycontrollerpodcast, and also our Twitter is thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. If you are a new listener to the show because of... Sean, you know, anyone who's listening who was in line with Sean, and then Sean represented us as a whole. Again, Sean, thanks for doing that. And again, if you're listening because of Sean and you waited in line with Sean, I'm sorry that you had to talk to him. But you got to learn about us, so thank you for listening and checking us out. Uh, I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you stick with us. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira, with... Beto Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. And with the coolest ever person in the world. Say my name. Hmm, you always put me on the spot. <laughs> See, that's, that's Joe's wife, Jessica. She gets a little shy. Just say hi. She doesn't want to. Just say Jessica from here. No. She said no. Sorry, Sorry, everyone. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later.
1: hey what the fuck dude for like the last 18 years every time we do like E3 game of show you pick a Nintendo game and now that you pick a Nintendo game and you think like cause you know you're the Nintendo fanboy and shit and you always give a shit for picking like a multi-platform game like Call of Duty or something like that and then this year the finally the year that me and Bethel pick a Nintendo game as game of show you go multi-platform on us you fucking cunt yeah bitch What do you guys say about that?
0: I love Dragon Ball.
1: Yeah, you love balls, all (laughs) right?
0: Yeah!